0: So, as a matter of fact, if you will all take a look, I have more to say here about this, but if you would all please take a look at the chart, which is on page 178. Now, here is a principal parts chart, and you'll notice what it says. Let's look at the top by Liu. Primary tense forms, secondary tense forms. Now, we have had principal parts 1, 2, and 3. What we are essentially doing is getting principal part 6, which is way off on the right side. Now, I want you to notice something on this chart. Look what I've done on this chart and I would suggest you do it too. Put a vertical dotted line down after principle part number four before principle part number five. Here, Look up at my book. So put a vertical line down after principle part four and before principle part five. I'm going to tell you why. You may wonder why. Everything on the left of that line, one, two, three, and four, those are the key principal parts and the ones that will give you a new verbal aspect each time. In other words, those four principal parts with the four verbal aspects flip back to 3.30 where we were working yesterday. Okay? Okay. Go back to 3.30 and 3.31, please. On 3.30 and 3.31, do you see how you have four items? Focus on connection, focus on intention, then on page 3.31, focus on the action, focus on result or state. And if you take a look at the principal parts that are under each one of those, look what you get. Under connection is first principal part. Under future is second and sixth. Under aorist is third and sixth. And under result or state is fourth and fifth. See, I don't, have, I don't have six aspects. I only have four. And what is happening is, now go back to 178. What is happening is this. The forms you are getting for tomorrow in Principle Parts number 6, are fill-ins, I'll maybe draw a little circle here. They're fill-ins for absent forms in two and three. I'm gonna come around and show you my book here. You see what I've done here? I've put the circle where there aren't forms from that principal part, they're actually coming over here from number six. You see how that is? So they they're not forms there, they're actually coming over from number six. See? The Aorist is coming over there. The future is coming over there. So you basically have, you basically have fill-in forms. Or If you remember your astronomy, thank you very much for your daily sneeze. Uh, If you remember your astronomy, it's like the old Ptolemaic system when they had to put epicycles on there because it didn't work right. These are sort of epicycles on the system. That's really what's happening. Let me come over here. So you can see here that Under principle part two and under principle part three, there's not a third form, there isn't a passive form. It's coming over from principle part six in terms of its use. And when you put them together, when you actually put them together, you wind up with the chart on 330 and 331. That actually puts them together. It puts the forms from the sixth principle part with the future, and from the sixth principle part, also with the aorist. Right. This one goes here, and this one goes here, straight across. Mm -hmm. This particular chart here is a chart of morphology. The chart in the back of the book is really a chart organized by meaning. This is organized by principal part. That's organized by focus, by focus. This is organized by principal part. So in other words, if, you'd, if you want to do it like this, here, I'll tell you what, let's compare this way. Uh, let me go over to this board here. Let's do, First and third principal parts, okay? First principal part, active, middle, passive, Um, leo, Leo leomai, leomai. Let's do the secondary tense version. That's the imperfect, correct? Active, middle, passive. Eli Amen. I am sorry, Elion. Elion? Eli Amen. Eli Amen. There we are. So, do you notice here, Eric? The middle and passive share the same forms. That's what they ought to do in Greek. If you look at principle part number five there on that chart on page 178, the middle and the passive are sharing the same form. They ought to do that. Now, let's look at principle part number three. So this bottom A and is, is part two. What's that? Those bottom three are no, 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 those are imperfect. I've augmented them. I put secondary endings on them. Those are imperfect. Okay. Yeah. Right here, see? Imperfect. Now, now we're going to do the aorist. So this is present. This is imperfect. In the aorist, there's no primary forms in the indicative for the aorist. There are only secondary forms. Let me put them up for you. Active, middle, passive. Okay? Elisa. Elisa. mein I loosed, I loosed for myself. How am I going to say I was loosed from my sins? In a perfect world, it would be Elisa. Main. Why? Because middle and passive should share the same form. But it ain't a perfect world. It's a fallen world, it's corrupt. The language system has come up unglued. And as a result, the form that is actually used for the passive is the form, et lui thing. Where did that come from? Not principle part three. 6 right but it's how you say it so look at here I was loosing I was loosing for myself I was being loosed I loosed I loosed for myself I was loosed I gotta use this epicyclic form here